Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new series called Kayla Runs a Half Marathon, where I'll be coaching and interviewing aspiring distance runner Kayla Roten through her journey to her first half marathon. Follow week by week as Kayla trains for her big day and let's find out together what it takes to cross the finish line. Hey Kayla, how's it going? Hey Harrison, um, it is going really well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited to hear about your week. I saw your your message yesterday with your splits. It sounds like you uh, you crushed it on your nine miler. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was a great week, which um, is especially wonderful coming off of last week. I feel like I'm going to give the listeners whiplash because it's like bad week, good week, you know. But um, it was a really great week, so I'm excited to talk about it. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about. Uh, I guess from the beginning, you started Monday with, uh, I think, a three-mile run. Is that right? Uh, Monday was a four-mile run. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that one that one was a little rough, um, partly, like, coming off the weekend and coming off of, like, a bad, bad week. But And I um, had to do it on the treadmill, um, I believe. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that one I did on the treadmill. Um kind of later in the day um just because of like my husband garrett's schedule and everything so it was fine you know like how treadmills runs usually go a bit boring um it definitely was better than like my runs the week before um but i did like take some walking breaks which is fine that's fine (laughs) um but yeah so that was pretty good um tuesday ended up being really tricky um garrett's schedule was just crazy i had no time like until it was like late at night and then I could have gone to the gym to do my strength training. And I just didn't, I just felt like that would have been like the wrong thing to do for me at that time. So I actually on Wednesday, Garrett got home early. So I went um, to the gym and I actually did strength training and cross training. Oh, cool. On Wednesday, um, which ended up being totally great. Um, yeah, I had plenty of time. Like I had time at the gym and yeah, it was, it was awesome. And I like, you know how my knee was kind of bothering me and stuff. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I had looked up some little like specific, I had, I, I did what you recommended, did some lunges, but I also looked up, you know, some things for like, um, running knee or runner's knee or whatever they call, knee, yeah. call it. Some little like physio movements. I think that's what they're called. I don't know. Um, but it's basically like littler movements to just kind of help out with that. And so I like tried some of those and um, kind of did those like throughout the week. And I I think that that helped. My knee has not bothered me oh, today, this week. Can, so can you give us uh, some like uh, some type yeah. of idea of, of what that is? Yeah. So um, I and. I'm not an expert. I literally just found these on a TikTok video. Like I watched several and these are some movements that several people were doing. So one was you sit on a bench and you just kind of um, flex your um, leg, like your thigh area to bring your leg up. So you're just moving your lower leg. So you're moving your foot up and down. Um, So I did that on each side and then, um, you stand on a bench and this one you do. So you're like standing on one leg and you're just barely 
lowering yourself so you're bending your knee but it's not like a full squat it's like a partial and so your foot is going your other leg that you're not standing on is straight and it's going like down below the bench so you're like elevated yeah yeah this one i wasn't like i was like too high so it wasn't touching the ground i was just going down maybe like five to six inches so it's like really small movements yeah so you do that where you're facing forward with both legs and then i did it again where i was like facing um like sideways so i was like lowering beside it instead of like in front of it if that makes sense yeah um yeah so i did i did several rounds of those in addition to my other strength training and um I'm I'm not sure if that is if that is what made the difference or what, but it, my knee did feel good um, throughout the week. No, that's great. The fact that you're able to get through all your runs. Well, I guess we haven't gotten to the next part of your week, but at least your nine mile run and your four mile run without pain. That's awesome. How did it go yeah. on Thursday? Thursday was really great. So um, I was kind of surprised. I again, couldn't get out in the morning before Garrett left. It's just such a challenge to get up so early, you know? Um, but he got home at a decent time. He's kind of on a um, service right now where he, it's not like his surgery services where it's just crazy hours mostly. So he got home at a decent time and I decided because the day, the day was pretty mild weather wise, I decided to run outside, like not go to the gym. Yeah. Um, and that run was really great. I ran down to the coast. Um, I, I shared a picture of my stories of it. I'm not sure, um, if you saw it, but I ran down to the beach and got to see that. And it was just kind of like a fun vibe down there. There was like a bocce tournament happening. So there's like a bunch of people like playing bocce ball on the beach and like these courts. Um, I don't think I know what that is. It's it's an outdoor game where and I I actually have never played it or I don't know the rules maybe I've played it once or something but um there's just like these balls and you're you are throwing a ball and then you're trying to get as close as you can to that one I actually yeah I don't know the rules but it's some outdoor outdoor yeah you know game cool. which is like a really fun vibe and um I. Yeah, that that three mile, that was three miles, and it went really well. Um, the last bit of it, I was like, you, I mean, if you've been listening, you know that my struggle is like really the mental game. Like, right, I have such a hard time with that, especially when I'm running alone. So this is silly, but um, I <laughs> I thought that it would help me if I like was working on memorizing something on the run. So I turned on the song 50 Nifty, um, like the state song. Oh. <laughs> and I literally turned that on on Spotify and put it on repeat. And I listened to that for like the last probably 10 minutes. And I was just trying to memorize it. And that made the run so fun for me. <laughs> I was like, cool. just trying to memorize this like silly song. But it had a pretty good like cadence. So that was helping me yeah. too. And um it made the it made the run really fun, which um, I think is like if for a beginner, that's like important because running yeah. can very easily not be fun, as demonstrated by like last week. Yeah. <laughs> so people outside the U.S. are like, "What the fifty? <laughs> what?" So there's fifty states, obviously, and um, yeah, most people like me don't have them all memorized. So that's great. I think that's a 
a, a skill that you'll never uh, regret. So cool. <laughs> no, well, my, stone. I know, well, my mom, she always like, she learned that in elementary school and has always remembered it. I, I had never heard that. Like I never learned that song. And so yeah. it's just this silly little kid song about like putting, it puts the, the United States, the States in order alphabetically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's just silly and, and fun. But that, um, that's so cool. I mean, that, that's kind of like why I, I think a lot of people, and, and I'm included in this, listen to podcasts that are, um, you know, that, that, that make you think like for, for me, it's true crime, you know, because you're thinking it's a murder mystery and you're like, okay, who did it? What are all the clues? And I also like to listen to stuff that makes me think like some business podcasts and different things. So that's cool. I, I think that, um, like you said, it kind of makes the run go by a little faster. Yeah, definitely. And um, a separate from my runs this week, I found this podcast about budgeting. Like I'm trying to learn more, you know, about finance stuff. Yeah. And I purposely was like, okay, I need to remember this for my runs. Like, I think that this would be like good to listen to. Cause I, yeah, like, just like you said, I'd be, you know, thinking about something and not necessarily just thinking about, you know, how bad my legs hurt or how, how yeah. yeah, how much further I have to go. Okay. We have to hear what the name of this podcast is. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> This, Unless you don't want to share. It, well, I'm, oh man, it has a cuss word in it. <laughs> oh, okay. You know it's so, yeah, it's like the, it's some lady it's who calls herself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that run was really great. Um, Friday I took a rest day and my run Saturday was, it was really, really great. Um, I have a friend out here who um, actually signed up for when I, when she heard that I was doing this half marathon, she signed up for it as well. Um, is she a, a, has she been a runner or is this new for her as well? She has been a runner. So she is actually really inspiring. She hasn't run in a while. She's taken some time off. Um, so she's had, she had a baby. How old is her baby? Um, I want to say she's like 18 months. So she's had some time off, uh, but she's run marathons in the past. Mm-hmm. And her husband is a wonderful runner. Like he, he's, maybe I've talked about him before, but um, he only does, like he's done several things, but now he only does ultras. Um, yeah. So he does hundred mile run like races. Crazy. So yeah, very inspiring. I cannot even imagine at this point, but um yeah, so she signed up for the half, and she has started her training. Um, so we kind of connected and decided to run together for this the nine miles. And I really think I was talking to Garrett about uh, my running. Like, I was telling him about the run afterward. And he's like, man, you really are like a social runner. Like, you do your best when you're, like, with someone. Yeah. Which is true. Like, I mean, just kind of like the what we were talking about before with the podcast or you know, some song you're trying to memorize, if you can find a way to make it fun, you're I'd like, you just perform better, like in my experience. Yeah. Um, totally. So yeah, it was, it was good. We went to, uh, we met up about halfway between our places and we ran on um, this long trail in Connecticut. I forget the name now. I want to something canal trail, um, but it's just, it runs like the whole length. Like I think it goes up into Massachusetts. Oh, nice. Uh, <clears throat> 
So we just like hopped on and ran four and a half miles north and then ran back south. Um, and the first, so the first mile to mile and a half, I was waiting for my, my phone tells me every half mile, like, oh, it's been this long, this long. So I was waiting for it to tell me and we we're like almost a mile and a half. And I'm like, how far have we gone? Like, I, like, I could have sworn we we're way past a half mile. Like it hadn't told me. Yeah. Um, but it, so it like was really easy. Like that beginning part felt really easy. And then, um, kind of around the middle, like going from two and a half to four and a half, I did struggle a little bit, um, just feeling tired. And so I asked my friend is Rachel. I asked her for a couple walk breaks and then, um, but then at the halfway point, like when we turned around, I just started feeling so great. And, um, I, I was taking the, you can fuel again. So like that was probably part of it, but I just like really hit my stride. I felt like, and from the halfway point on, I didn't feel like I needed any walk breaks. Um, Rachel did ask for some. And so like, I was, I appreciated when we did, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is like nice, but I, I don't think I would have needed it necessarily myself, which is like a great feeling. Yeah. Um, and around six miles, I like, I hit that point, which we've talked about, like where I just, I'm like, okay, I could go forever now. Like I just, it felt so good. And I told Rachel, I'm like, it'll probably be gone in like half a mile, but I feel really good right now. Um, yeah. And I, I just felt good like the whole time and it was fun. We chatted like the whole time and, um, and it was nice because when I was feeling tired, she was like encouraging me. And then when she was feeling tired, I was encouraging her, you know, that camaraderie. Um, but yeah, I, the only thing I really have to say about it is that I really felt good the whole time. And, you know, I started getting tired when we were nearing nine miles. Like I was glad when we reached nine miles, but I really think I could have gone further. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. It just felt so good. And especially good after coming from last week, which was yeah. so hard and I couldn't even do five, you know? Um, well, I think I'm so I'm starting to, no- to notice a pattern and part of the purpose of the down week is to let your body recover and then you're refreshed when you have to jump back up. And, and this kind of simulates what's going to happen on race day because the the week two weeks prior to race day you're going to do a 12 miler and then the week after that you're going to have a down week and that's kind of your taper to then the week of race you know you're going to be a lot better rested and you're going to have fresh legs and so you can look forward to the fact that on race day, you're going to feel similar to how you felt on this nine mile run where I can go further because you're going to come off a week where your load was much lighter. Yes, definitely. I, I do think that's it. Um, yeah. And I think that, I think also it might have something to do with, um, like the mindset of reaching a new milestone. And so I'm like, you know, I'm getting to the point where I'm like pumped to like get that. And like when I finish nine miles, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like it's only four more after this. Mm-hmm. Like that seems so easy. Like, I mean, not easy being a relative term, but like it sounds totally achievable because yeah, we've talked about this before, but you look, looking back, I could not have done nine miles and now I just did it. And it was like, it felt great. Um, and you're so, 
your splits looked better than they did on your eight mile run. So that's great. At least from what I can remember. Yeah, no, they definitely were better. Um, Definitely, especially at the end. And I think that's, I, I think part of it is that when I'm with someone else, I just, yeah, I, I just am not in my head. I know with my eight, the eight mile one, I was by myself. That was like the only long run I've done by myself. Right. But um, yeah, it was, and it I, was a good experience. Yeah. When you're done with this half marathon, you know, we're just, we're manifesting, right? You're going to finish. You're going to, it's going to be awesome. And then after that, you're going to set a goal for another race. If that's what you want to do, of course. But at that point, once you get this half under your belt, if you want to keep going, I, I would highly recommend spending a good portion of time before your next race focusing on speed. Cause I think that you have a lot of untapped potential when it comes to, you know, running a faster mile and, Right now, we're not focused at all on that, but I think through a few speed drills and designed workouts to help you improve your 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 speed, I think it will also it so it'll make you faster, but it'll also make the process more enjoyable. Because imagine going on a nine mile run where it takes you an hour and thirty minutes versus two hours, and how much more energetic you'll feel afterwards. And and so there, there's a lot of strength and enjoyment that comes from improving not only in distances, but also in the speed that you do them. And so I, I say all that to say that, you know, looking at your splits, you have these big runs where you get better than some of your, some of your shorter runs. And I think that's really cool. And it's a, it's a clear indicator to me that you have a lot of gas left in the tank that you're not using. And that's okay. Cause right now we're not focused on that speed. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's good to hear coming from someone who's like looking at it. Cause um, sometimes I do feel like I have more gas in the tank, kind of like the nine mile. Like I felt like I could keep going. Um, but other times, you know, it feels like I'm hanging on by a thread. So for someone yeah. else to like be seeing that in me. Yeah. That would be, it'd be fun to explore that um, after this journey. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's exciting. So uh, this next week you're going to have a 10 miler as we talked about. Your total mileage will be 18. So I think last week you did 16, if I'm not mistaken. Um, this week it'll be 18. We're going to jump by two miles. I think we need to get that mileage up overall before your race. Um, the key, though, we, what we need to focus on now is avoiding injury. You've talked about some knee issues. Good news is it sounds like your knee has been it's been great. Knock on wood. It keeps staying that way. But really focus on, on form and focus on... Uh, making sure that if you're noticing some pains, let me know and, and let's adjust because you're at this point fit enough to run a half marathon. You're there. So we're now working to get you even more fit so that you're going faster so that you can hit the distance. So it's a more enjoyable process. So that's where we're at right now. So feel really good about that. The fact that you're there, you're ready. Uh, you could run the half marathon a week from now and you'd be ready to do it. But we're just building that fitness even more again. So it's a, a more enjoyable process for you and, uh, and to avoid injury overall, right? Because going from a nine miler to a 13 mile, it, it is a big jump. So, um, focus on keeping healthy. If you notice any pains or any niggles, just let me know. Um, but follow that same plan. So Monday, you know, you're doing your runs Thursdays as well, but do four miles on each of those days this week. So four on Monday, four on th Thursday, 
keep doing strength training, cross training. I like that you combine those if you were in a bind and you couldn't work out one of the days. Um, Friday, same thing, optional rest day or cross training. And uh, yeah, so I guess, do you have any questions for me for something that came up this past week or, or anything for next week? Um, the only thing that comes to mind is, especially as you were saying that, so I totally forgot about this because overall the run felt so great. Um, but in my, in my nine mile run on Saturday at the beginning, probably, um, around mile three, my hip started kind of bothering me. Um, not badly, but just enough that I was like, Oh, this is weird kind of thing. And it, I didn't know if I was like, um, like I just had the impression I was, I was running something with my form was like wacky. Like I was like dropping my hip a little bit, or I just like, wasn't maintaining like good form. So I did like for the next like mile, I did try to like kind of focus on that and like keep a steady cadence, um, you know, all that stuff. And it did end up like being fine. But, um, is that, like, is, do you think that's something that could have caused that, like poor form? Yeah, I think I think poor form comes from lack of strength or lack of focus, right? Where you might be running and just feeling kind of tired or lazy or or whatever the word may be, but to where you stop focusing on you know, running the right way. And, and we did an episode very early on together where we talked about form and some of the things you should focus on. Right. And so, uh, I think it's always good to do like a form check and make sure that you're, you know, that you're upright and make sure that you're slightly tilted forward and make sure that your, um, you know, your, your arms aren't swinging in a funny direction and, and make sure that you're pushing off with each step and not just like dragging your feet. And so I think there's a lot of different things that, it's just trial and error, of course, as you as you learn to run with good form and you learn what what works for you and you you learn what's the most efficient way to run. But yeah, I mean, it, it definitely happens, and that's why I think people get injured on these longer runs is because they get fatigued over time and they start to just compromise on their form, and then of course they're compensating in some other way, and that's where these injuries happen. So I'm glad that you figured it out. It's hard to pinpoint exactly what it was right it, but it sounds like it worked for you yeah I'm, i am glad that it went away i just was yeah an interesting um kind of notice and yeah it could have been that i was just like distracted with chatting with my friend because at that point i definitely wasn't really focused on yeah yeah the run but um okay great i just well, yeah i just thought of that yeah i mean I've, I've definitely noticed that as i've on certain runs run with better cadence and have run with better form that I'm less likely to get injured. And, and to me that often comes with not running super, super slowly, which sounds kind of funny, but sometimes when I'm, when I'm running really, really, really slow, I feel like my form just goes out the window. Um, and I don't know if other people feel that way or if you feel that way, but, um, yeah, just just some food for thought there. I wonder if it was did something change in your pace? Did something change in your cadence at all? It could have been because when I look at my splits, that was around the time of my slowest splits. Um, so it could have been that. And I have kind of noticed what you said. Um, I'm not sure if it's just my cadence in general or my form, but um, now I kind of have 
a pace that I'm like comfortable running at. And I, I really noticed this on the treadmill because um, like you have to set the speed, you know? Yeah. And when I started, my speed was at a certain number X <laughs> and now it's like higher than that. And I don't feel like I'm necessarily running faster. Like it's, it just, it still feels like a comfortable, like, challenge run with a good cadence you know like it feels good yeah um but when i do go down like sometimes i go down to that first speed just to see and it does feel like i'm giving up some, like not just the speed but i'm like kind of making it work like i i don't know yeah. how to explain this yeah, i'm just yeah. not i'm not performing as good like my For body sure. isn't working like it's supposed to be yeah you're you're losing some efficiency yes know? yeah it's it's kind of like um I mean, since I'm doing triathlons and swimming is a big part of that, it's kind of like for me in the pool or in the open water, of course, swimming is a hundred percent to me all about form and all about creating the least amount of resistance and, and, you know, um, situ situating your body in a, in a way that it will glide across the water and you can really attack the water increase your strokes and you can kick harder and you can do all these things and you're not necessarily going to go any faster. You know, you're, there's a lot of ways that you can really exert tons of energy, but not go any faster. And then there's ways that you can, you know, exert a minimal amount of energy, but you're, you're really f floating at the top of the water and you're going faster. And so to me, running is very similar where you learn this over time as you know, you've now done this for 12 weeks or so that you, kind of just figure it out. And it's so hard for someone to sit here on a podcast and try to tell you the perfect way to run. You know, you just kind of have to get out there and figure it out. But as you, yeah, you gain that efficiency, you're avoiding injury, you're going faster, it's more enjoyable, all of those things. And that's why I love running so much. It kind of feels like a superpower where you get out there and you get into the zone and you just, you're flying. And I love that feeling. Yeah, I so agree. After this run, because I um, ran first thing in the morning and then I was able to like come home, eat a good meal, take a nap. But then we went on adventures, you know, in the afternoon. Yeah. And Gar Garrett and I were talking about running. And he's like, are you? Well, because I was telling him, like, I he asked if I wanted to sign up for more races. And I'm like, I think so. Like, I, I want this to be a passion. And like, I, I'm excited. And he's like, do you feel like it's a passion now? I'm like, I think I'm getting there. And he asked if I find running fun. He's like, well, are you like, do you think it's fun? And I'm, I don't know if I would say like the act of running most of the time is fun. Like I had fun today on my run, but the like really the like feeling like of totally pushing yourself and being like that is fun. Like yeah. the feeling afterward, just like you said, it feels like a superpower. And part of it is, is like feeling, figuring out running for yourself, just like you said, like, like for me. I realized like I actually need to eat a lot more carbs than I anticipated needing to eat. Um, and that's like helping me perform better. And like, yeah, just figuring out all these little things is fun. It's like a puzzle. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm excited to ask you that same question after you finish your half marathon, because I think you yeah. feel very differently <laughs> after I still remember my first race and how I felt after. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to share that because I don't want to, bias how you're going to feel <laughs> um but i'm excited to hear it directly from you afterwards so everybody okay. listening, stay tuned for a few more weeks it's coming up i can't believe we're already in week i don't know what this is 12 or 13 um <clears throat> so a few more weeks of training i mean we've got 
uh, let's see here. This week coming up, and then one, two, three, four, five more training weeks, and then it's race day. Wow. At least that's what my calendar says. So it's coming quickly. I know that there's going to come a point where it's going to start to feel like monotonous, like, hey, another podcast episode, you know, but I feel like we're <laughs> uncovering something new every week. And the most important thing, in my opinion, about this podcast is that people are following you real time, exactly what you're feeling, exactly week by week. And as small as something might seem that you share to someone else listening, they're like, oh, I'm feeling the same thing. And so this is this has been super helpful. We've already heard from some listeners who have said that they're kind of following along and trying to follow the same plan or at least kind of give them some guidance through the process. So um, super excited that we're progressing the way that we are. And again, just can't stress enough how important it is to focus on staying healthy and injury free. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been great. I actually had a couple of listeners reach out to me directly this week. Um, Sarah reached out and just said how um, much she appreciated and is loving the podcast. And then um, a, a listener, Bob, who he is from Connecticut and he reached out kind of early on about the race, this race um, that he has done in the past. Um, he reached out also and um, after my terrible week and just gave me some encouragement um, that it is hot here and yeah. runs can be hard, but he was very encouraging um, for my upcoming week. So I really oh, appreciate awesome. Yeah. The listeners are awesome. That's cool. Well, if anyone out there has any advice, any words of encouragement, we love hearing it. And um, thanks again for tuning in. As always, please subscribe, five-star review, follow uh, Kayla on Instagram, follow us on Instagram so we can all stay connected. And it's so fun that this running community is so small, yet so big. I mean, really worldwide, it's a huge community, but but everyone's very well connected. And it's tons of fun when you run into people at races. Like I've I've met people at marathons that listen to the podcast and um it's tons of fun to to run into those people oh yeah that is awesome yeah i love that yeah well cool all right well kayla anything else this week no i'm i'm excited this will be a big week i'm excited for it you're finally this is the first time you're going to get into double digits on a single run so enjoy yeah it. oh yeah i am i am very excited this was so um nine was a big milestone i mean they all have been, but if you remember, I used to run like a long time ago, like 10 years ago or so. And the most I ever did then was eight miles. So nine miles was truly the most I have ever run in my life. Um, so yeah, just more milestones from here. I'm really excited. Yeah. We'll have you running a, a marathon in no time. Yeah. I think, I think in the future <laughs> that will be a goal of mine. But 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 seriously, there's no there's no pressure. I I've I've reflected on the fact that I've put all my emphasis on marathons and half marathons and half Ironmans and you know I, I saw someone recently post about how you don't have to be a distance runner to be like a long, long distance runner to be a runner. Like there are still five Ks out there, there's still ten Ks out there, the perfectly challenging races in their own in their own ways. And I can't stress that enough that you know, for anyone listening, please don't feel less than if you're not running a marathon. Um, there are some people who, you know, do just, I shouldn't say just people who do five K's exclusively and are more fit than I'll ever be. And so, um, it's just, it's a total different style of race. And, um, with that said, there's been something magical for me about 
how far can I go? How, how much can I accomplish? Uh, and, and how, how can I push my body in, in that regard? And I, I think the other thing is because I know I'll never be the fastest person in the world at the mile or at these shorter distances, like I'm not going to go run a hundred meters and break any Olympic records. I'm not fast. Uh, but one thing I can do that not many people can do, uh, is run a marathon. Right. And so there's some pride that comes with that. And I think that's why a lot of adults like to do it is because, you know, you, as you get older, you lose speed, but you funny enough, have the ability to run these long distances. If you look at the, the demographics of people who run marathons, you're going to see very few teenagers, high school age, college age. But what you see a ton of are people in their, you know, twenties, thirties, forties, fifties. Um, and there's even people in their sixties and seventies and, um, even older than that. So it's really cool to see how people just keep pushing their bodies. Yeah. I love that. That'll be me. <laughs> That'll be me. Um, but I, I, I love that you pointed out that, you know, runners come, you know, at every distance in every stage. Um, my friend, I was talking to a friend this week, her name is Liz and she's never been a runner. She told me, um, that she has never felt like she was good at running, didn't really want to, but she decided that she wanted to try. And so she's going to start training for a 5k. And, um, that's like, I just love that for her. And she was like, so excited to like, that is her goal. And that's like what to her, that's like, you know, my half and she's going to totally rock it. And yeah, it doesn't matter how far you're going, but the pushing yourself and like trying it is, is the running is the runner part. Yeah. And one of my favorite things, and I hope that you've experienced this already and you probably have or will is other people watching my journey, watching my experience and being inspired by that. And then them going out and pursuing it themselves. That is probably the single, my single favorite thing, which is, which is why I still continue to do this podcast because I mean, I'm not getting rich off of this podcast. I probably spend more money, uh, running, uh, creating the podcast than I do anything I receive monetarily from it. But I love the fact that I get to inspire other people, um, you know, collectively with guests that I have on the podcast, but it's just such a fun feeling. And if I can make the difference in a handful of people's lives to go out and and change their lives and and to get healthy, you know, it's, it's such an epidemic in our country. And then really, I think just worldwide with people being so sedentary, just sitting at desks, sitting on couches. I, I love the idea of helping people get off the couch and, and go get active. Yeah. And I, I mean, as a listener of your podcast, even before I was doing this, you're providing so much good information in a very accessible way for beginners um, and for, you know, seasoned runners alike. But um, yeah, you're doing a lot of good here. So thank you for letting me be a part of it. Absolutely. No, this has been, this has been awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where you've come and, and again, a few more weeks until we get to see how it ends for you. So appreciate yeah, you jumping oh. on today. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. Yes, thank you. All right. Well, take care. You as well. Bye. Thanks, bye. Follow us on Instagram at Crummy Marathoners. We'd love to hear your feedback and take any questions you might have. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes come out. 
and please leave us a five-star review so more people can join this running journey with us. Our theme song is Change the World by Breck. You can find his music on Spotify, searching B-R-E-K-K. 